I'm Tyler, screaming see-through fish dennering. <laughs> I'm Connery, bonking on statues, handsome. <laughs> and this is The Franchise, a podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Sometimes they're about, what did we just cover? 47. <laughs> sometimes they're about 47 Ronin, sometimes they're about 47 meters down. down. Woo! We didn't cover 47 Ronin, but that's okay. No, that's a filled franchise. Yeah. What, what's, what did we cover right before this? <sighs> Space Jam. Sometimes we have jams in space. Sometimes, Sometimes there's jams below. <laughs> 47 meters below. below. I guess that's about the best we'll get. Yeah, right. I was like, sometimes there's jams in space. Sometimes there's clams in... In your face. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes there's clams in your face. I don't think there's a single clam in these movies. No, they, they have a fish without eyes, so they don't have clams. Yeah, a screaming fish without eyes. Why is it screaming? <laughs> it looks at the main characters and goes, Makes an R2-D2 scream. And then flies away on thrusters. <laughs> We're covering the 47 Meters Down sequel, Uncaged. And uh, I hope the third movie has Nick Cage in it. Oh. So it can be recaged. Recaged. Ooh, can you imagine? Like, I was going to play this game later. We should still play this okay, game yeah. later. But the third movie, there's just no character besides Nick Cage underwater screaming in a cage. <laughs> Against sharks, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get out of this. <laughs> he's just like punching sharks and everything. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. He's just on a rampage. He's more terrifying than that blind shark. It truly is these zombie sharks. <laughs> it is a zombie shark. Multiple zombie sharks. That's right. Elevated zombie sharks. But before we get to the movie proper, that's my new segment. Ooh. The movie proper. The movie proper. The movie proper. Uh, I'm gonna hit up Nick again to do a prop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we gotta do our usual segment of What's New? What's new with you, Connery? Well, what's new with me? Um, da, 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 da. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla again because I've just been diving into the DLCs of it. I defeated Wrath of the Druids, and Tyler came over just as I was defeating the Siege of Paris. Oh, is that what was happening? Yeah. The, the ending just happened, so you missed the big climactic battle. It was like oh, the, it was okay. the emotional final battle of him being like, I, I actually, I really hardly really knew what was going on, but anyway, it's <laughs> <laughs> like the battle of five armies, where they're just like people smashing each other. And yeah, like, that, I don't know what's going on. That's what I felt like. I was, I was like, yeah, the king's a piece of shit, and there's this count guy who I feel like I should know more about him, but I don't know anything. Count Dooku. It's he was basically Count Dooku. You saw him <laughs> the end screaming, saying, "This heathen knows more about honor than my king does." And then he cut off your character's arms. Yeah, and that's. That's where he really the game's a twist is I get two prosthetic arms and it's fucking Sekiro doubled over. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been fun. Just been playing through those and just finished. And I'm like, huh, well, now what am I going to do with my free time? What will I do? What will I do? Record more podcast episodes, I suppose. That's what I have to do. I've been also working on the D&D show on the side. but Yeah, that's coming soon. It is. It's right around the corner, honestly. <laughs> untitled D&D project. Yes, untitled D&D project. You should, just be, you should just keep it called that. Do you yeah. guys have a name yet? Or I have a few written down that I want to kind of like gauge the room about. I think I'm, I'm, I want to try to do some kind of like a Zoom board meeting with everybody and be like, what do you think the show should be called of these names? Here's how we're going to do things. <laughs> that kind of deal. Board meetings. It's going to be a board meeting. More like board meetings. I can't wait to go to the shops down by the lake, though. The what? Sh- what? The shop- <laughs> Was it the shops by the river or what is it? Oh, Shops we, by the creek. What are we? T- oh, okay. 
Wait, what does this have to do with I think you should leave? I don't know. I'm just, just I was saying <laughs> board boardroom I was boardroom meeting that I just remembered him like lying down in the Dan Flash's shirt. I wish we could have a meeting in person with like ten people and That'd I be could great. flip the table while people are dancing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody always gets hurt. Somebody always gets hurt. Tyler, what's new with you? Um, I just finished the Bad Batch on Disney Plus because the final season, the final episode of the first season, came out. Like, oh, so it's going to have another season. Yesterday, I think two days at this point mm-hmm. by the time this episode comes out. Um, and yeah, it was really, really good. Like the like the last two episodes were like one. It's like part one and part two. Yeah. And uh, for anyone interested in Star Wars generally, <laughs> the Bad Batch is a good batch. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. And like, it basically starts off. With like Order sixty six, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know about Star Wars, you know what that is. Uh, if it's not, infamous. If not, I mean, like you probably just watch Revenge of the Sith, you know, and then <laughs> and then going from there. You don't need to watch like all the Clone Wars TV show. Mm-hmm. I think that helps like you build like empathy with the characters. Even yeah, though they are like barely in it. It's just like the clones in general mm-hmm. as a concept. But um, there's a couple like episodes that are just like there's a, a through line of the whole like episode arc. I think there's twelve episodes mm-hmm. the first season. Um, but there's some like offshoot episodes because it's still like an episodic show, mm. you know. They're, they're just doing little like side mission kind of things. Nice. But there's a there's still an emotional arc going through the whole thing and the way that character dynamics change and everything. It's mm-hmm. just like was really surprising for an animated show, but like not to like. I guess that's not what I'm trying to say because there's plenty of like really great animated shows, yeah. but it's just like I don't know. I just was watching these Star Wars CG shows for the longest time. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, they can like I feel like the writing's just gotten better and better. Yeah. And the animation's gotten better for this kind of thing because it's like stylized CG. Yeah. That like originally in the original early seasons just looked really blocky and yeah. stuff. And now that's kind of come into its own art style. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just the overall story I, I really enjoyed. So if you're nice. a Star Wars fan, you should definitely watch that. Have you watched the What If yet? I started watching it like the first episode, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah. <laughs> It, there's like a lot of it's really nice that like a bunch of episodes aren't out at the same time mm-hmm. it like makes me wait yeah and I kind of appreciate the episodes more but sometimes if it's not the kind of show that like i don't know like that's a show where i feel like they should release the entire season yeah because like it's like an that. anthology kind mm-hmm. of thing i mean it is an anthology yeah. i think what if it's just like basically like what if this happened instead mm-hmm. and uh so i'll probably just wait until they're all out and then kind of just go through them when I'm working on something or something. Yeah. There's a musical with Idina Menzel, I think it was out in like the mid aught 2010s. And it rent. was, it was not rent. It was, it's called if then, but there's a whole song called what if. And so every time I see that Marvel's web, I go, what if, what, what if I choose and then everything changes <laughs> uh, on set, which by the way, I just finished my job. And it's literally about Idina Menzel going into the multiverse. Just letting you know. Really? <laughs> yeah, it really is. What does John Travolta call her? I, Adele Dezine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This must always be brought up. Yeah. Um, I just finished my job, but on set, whenever there was like, we're about to uh, go for a take, mm-hmm. uh, the PAs would go, Annabelle! <laughs> like, they would yell that. And then for the first couple of weeks, every time they did that, just in my head, I would just go, like, like just you say it. Annabelle! Creation. <laughs> I would just say that in my head. Creation. <laughs> Because it's like Annabelle creation. Yeah, that's right. Which is. I just watched today, and hey, it was pretty good. Is that the one where it's like the origin story or something of Annabelle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's solid? Uh, yeah, it's definitely solid. Uh, I really don't like the first one, <laughs> but this one is directed by David F. David F. Sandberg, mm-hmm. who 
did Lights Out, which I still need to see, but oh, he said went too. on to do Shazam, mm. and, which I think is lots of fun. And Shazam 2 is coming out, I don't know, in a couple years. Yeah. And then we have we have a Dwayne The Rock Johnson as well with his uh, Black, Black Adam. Adam movie, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. It'll probably be fine. Yeah, I'll be okay. It will be... I don't know. <laughs> but hey, Annabelle Creation, surprisingly good. Good. Because uh, Lily and I have just been slowly going through the Conjuring movies. We missed watching Conjuring 3 when it was like on HBO Max. Mm. So we'll have to wait till it's back on HBO Max <laughs> because of all the licensing things that go on with streaming services. It's right beautiful. Now. It's a beautiful trading. They're like <laughs> stocks. Like they're trading movies with each other. Yeah. It's a, it's a uh, what's it called when it's not a parasitic relationship? <laughs> oh. It's symbiotic? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. It's symbiotic is good. <laughs> it's a symbiotic relationship between HBO Max and their theatrical distribution, and no one is getting sued over anything right now. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> On any streaming service. Uh, didn't Scarlett Johansson sue Disney for that, something like that, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, and then uh, I guess Shang Chi is not going to be on Disney Plus immediately because he's a I, man. Well, <laughs> I mean, also because I think because uh, since Scarlett Johansson sued them, yeah, they're like oh, we have to because of prior contractual obligations, we can't show Shang Chi on Disney Plus first. It's probably for the best. At the same time, I'm like, yeah, thank you. Like, yeah. it just plus it's like I don't know. Like Jungle Cruise is on there right now mm-hmm. to date this episode, whatever. But it's fine. It's we've like, we dated ourselves so many times by now. It's we. It's like thirty dollars to watch Jungle Cruise. And thirty dollars like, to watch Jungle Cruise. I think so. I haven't actually checked, but Mulan was thirty dollars. That's abysmal. And it's just like I get the whole idea where it's just like, and it's Disney Plus. It's for kids, basically. It's for family. Yeah. So it's like, oh, four four people watching this, thirty dollars. That's cheaper yeah, than a yeah. movie theater. But it's just like not for me. But then again. I'm just a weird guy who records stuff on a podcast, so it doesn't really... I think, whatever. It seems like their business model's working. I made a joke the other day about... I was talk- <laughs> we're, we're the weird ones. Yeah. I was, ta- I, was ta- I was talking to a girl on a dating app, and I literally said, she was like, oh, what do you do for fun? I was like, well, I do a podcast about movies because I'm a white man in my mid-20s. Did she say anything? She thought it was very funny. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think it would only get worse if you said, my early 30s. <laughs> or I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I mean, podcasts in their 30s, this Mark Mar- Mark Marin, uh, the McElroy brothers, who are slowly going down a toilet from what I hear, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> good to plug them. <laughs> Say they're I, doing I, bad. I gave them an anti-plug, if anything. <laughs> I used to like you guys. I think you're weird now. <laughs> um, hey, I never plug podcasts on this show. That's right. Because I'm like, what's the point? All the podcasts I listen to are much bigger than mine, basically. <laughs> well, they can ours. hear us and then give us a shout-out. That's true. Yeah. I'll tag them in this episode and they'll be like, why are they doing that? That's Thanks, annoying. Blank Check. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Blank Check. It's Gorley and Rust. Oh, okay. Um, which is Matt Gorley, Paul Rust. Mm. Matt Gorley, obviously, podcast titan. Right. Paul Rust. Uh, Another titan. Actor. Comedian and you know podcaster. Yeah, he does. Now, like, he does. Like, should, this shouldn't have been made or whatever. This. How did this get made? No. No. Fuck. Oh well. <laughs> Are you thinking Paul Shear? I'm thinking of Paul Shear. Tall John Shear. Tall. tall John. That's what they call him. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> someone got his name wrong once. Anyways, this is getting way too like in the weeds. Already. Podcasting. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> hey. <sighs> <laughs> forlorn two, sigh two white men in their 20s thinking talking they're funny them. talking about movies hey i mean it's i good. put on my put on my twitter bio professional comedian <laughs> <laughs> professional because i 
got paid a dollar to do it one time. <laughs> I paid myself two dollars <laughs> through a couple of shadow Venmo accounts. <laughs> I paid. I myself. am technically not committing tax evasion. <laughs> Gorley and Russ they do a uh, easy listening horror podcast, which Ooh. I've been listening to for a long time. They did like Friday the Thirteenth and mm. Halloween, nice Nightmare on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, but mm. they're doing the Jaws movies right now. Oh, so I feel like I've always wanted to do like I like Forty Seven Meters Down, especially like yeah. Lily and I both like enjoy it as a franchise, mm. even though it's two movies, but <laughs> it's just like such a specific subgenre. Yeah, so they're doing like shark movies right now, mm-hmm. Jaws, and like I, not that he's like the first person to coin this, probably. But uh, Paul Rust calls it a splasher. That's funny. <laughs> Instead of a slasher, because it's underwater. No, that's good. You know, that's very good. Can I explain the joke more? <laughs> to keep going. Um, Let's really dig in here. Sharks have teeth, and, and they the use er them at the to end of slasher, but then splash because it's underwater. Yeah, and there's a mermaid, and they uh, CG'd her hair to cover her butt more because it's on right, Disney Plus. Right. That, yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> Everyone's going, what? <laughs> Anyway, on. watch Splash. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I watched Turner and Hooch the other day, <laughs> and I'm like, he's literally never seen it, and like... And I, they, of course, draw his hair out to cover the dog's butt. <laughs> yeah, they cover the dog's rectum with dog hair. Um, good movie, Turner and Hooch. Turner Check and it Hooch out. Turner is a good movie. My what's new recommendations are all over the place. But anyways, I think 47 Views Down is definitely a splasher, especially this one, even more so. It even starts with like a little shark POV. It does. But... I guess we should get into the actual film. Let's do it. Okay. What was your overall thoughts? Com- uh, like, just on this movie on its own, and mm-hmm. then also compared to the original film. I'm in love with the setting of this movie, I will say that. Yeah. I think going from, like, the vastness of the ocean to, like, really, like, tight quarters of this, like, Mayan catacombs is really fun and, like, a cool idea. hmm And I just really liked it. It was just the scary zombie shark just being, like, the guardian of the tombs, basically, and these, like, four high school girls yeah i think they're in like they go to like the modine school for international girls or something that's fun uh modine international school for girls because it's in honor of matthew modine who Mm. is like the guy in the first one oh that's funny he's the uh you know he's the captain of the shark boat yeah Mm -hmm. yeah of the of the siesta (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) but yeah i I thought i thought it was really great i think i like the first one just a little bit more but I thought this one was really, really, really fun. <laughs> and I think it was mostly just the setting that made me like, this is like an Eldridge shark horror. I think we talked about that briefly in the first one with like an on-fire shark underwater with a man inside of it. I'm like, this movie's just a skosh away from doing that. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot that I asked, how how, does, how, does, how can you burn a shark? Is that what I, I said? You said a shark is hard to burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's a, that's a song of mine. It's a country song. Because a shark is hard to burn. <laughs> But it's something you could learn. <laughs> if I put it on the barbecue and press down hard, then the shark is hard to burn. <laughs> it's uh, that's all. That's that's a dead end. I think <laughs> that's a dead. It's like the many dead ends in these underground catacombs. Because it's a maze underwater. Yeah. What were um, your overall thoughts? You know, I think I didn't like it as much as the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially right after seeing Forty Seven Years Down One. Yeah. I, what I really liked about that movie, and I think I said in the episode, is that the sharks aren't the main emphasis. Yeah. It's like they're just trying to survive at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. They're like losing. They're losing oxygen. I think yeah. it's a way more suspenseful that way. I agree. And the sharks are just kind of like an ancillary villain or mm-hmm. like a secondary villain. And this and one, the sharks are the are the bad guys. It's like, let's just mo- do more sharks. Yes. And make them like beef them up so they're like 
under like I was about to say underwater sharks. <laughs> As opposed to, like, street sharks, I guess? They just, like, limited the space so they can't get away. Yeah, they limited the space. The sharks are more feral, I think. Mm-hmm. It's basically the movie The the Descent. Exactly. I'm like, I, this one scene I saw the girls, like, going under, I was like, this is Descent, but underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, like, all that underwater cavern stuff. Yeah, especially, like, the opening of the mm-hmm. cave. But um, it definitely has its moments and everything, but I just think it's, like, a little too high concept for me and mm-hmm. amped up and, like, focused on the sharks. Yeah. And there's just, like, more and more kills, which is kind of just, like, a sequel thing. It's like, hey, let's mm-hmm. amp that up. But I like how much of, like, a personal story the first movie is. Yeah. And this one's more, a little bit more, um, just, you know, more and more people die. Some of the yeah. deaths, I think, are kind of stupid. I The way the dad dies is, I believe in you girls that he gets eaten. Yeah, it's straight out of Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, or the... When Samuel L. Jackson is doing the speech... <laughs> Have you seen Deep Blue Sea? I haven't seen Deep Blue Sea. Oh my god, I can't wait to cover that. <laughs> it's it's a phenomenal film. Good. About uh sharks that can can go backwards or something because they're super smart sharks. Oh fuck. Um the dad by the way, John Corbett of my big fat Greek wedding fame. That's Did you right. recognize him? I thought he was familiar. <laughs> I'm like I know this man's face. I'm like, but he's in my big fat Greek wedding. I'm like, yep, that's it. This guy's kind of Matthew Modine-ish, like in the same vein. It's he's, like a, I, he's Matthew Modine adjacent. Yeah, he's like Craig T. Nels- Craig T. Nelson's like a little too old to be uh, Matthew Modine adjacent, I think. Craig but T. Nelson. They're all in like that vein. I'm just like, "Oh yeah, that that kind <laughs> that of surfer looking dad dude. actor who's kind of surfer looking." Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, that Raymundo in person. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I wish he had a bucket hat. I really do. <laughs> it's probably easy to get one. My alternative uh, nickname, by the way, was Tyler. My big dad seen welding, dunnering, but it's really <laughs> a stretch. It wasn't the dad though. It was one of the kids. Yeah, I know. I just I messed up. The and I have thing. to mention, one of those his assistants are t- is taking out underage girls. I yeah, I didn't think about that till right now. Yeah, that's. It's very upsetting. That is upsetting. Because at most, they are juniors in high school. Um, yeah, at the very least, they're like senior. I mean, at the very like, at, at most, best, I feel like they're, they're, they're seniors. Seniors that are like just turned 18 or yeah. something. It's just like that's still. And even then, it's predatory. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about that that much. Yeah, I, I did. When the girl mentioned Sean took me out here. What's his name? Brett or Brian or something, whatever. Yeah. Like, he took me out. I was like, he takes out underage high school girls. Does he get eaten? Yeah, he gets eaten. Oh, well. Both the assistants get eaten. Yeah, I guess the dad gets eaten, though, too, for yeah. no real reason. <laughs> what a horrible funeral. Just have <laughs> Truly. They have to bury all their friends. <laughs> One of which was a creep. Yeah. yeah a total creep. Um, but hey, speaking of the cast in general, there's John Corbett of My Big Factory Wedding Bank. Yes. And then there's also, uh, I was like, I knew, Sis, uh, what's her name? Is it Sistine Stallone? I was like... That's got to be like Sylvester Stallone's daughter, right? <laughs> like, who else's last name is Stallone? Stallone? Yeah, and so she's one of the characters. Nice. And Corinne. Is she the one that freaks out? I think so. Yeah. Honestly, like tries either. to climb up the wire. Yes. That makes sense. I'm probably wrong, but yes. Just because all the characters kind of like out. don't really have huge personalities in this no. movie that really separate themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the main character who, like, she's just kind of like the most afraid. And yeah, then, she's like, apprehensive. Yeah. Is her personality? <laughs> yeah, right. She's the one that needs to like go on a journey. There's angry and, like, new sister. Yeah, angry new sister played by Corinne Fox, who is Jamie mm-hmm. Fox's daughter. That's fun. So there's two like celebrity, celebrity daughters. daughters who this is like their feature film debut. Nice. And she so. did a good job. Yeah, they were all they're all pretty yeah. good, you know. So it wasn't just like it didn't feel like it just a um what's it called like a puff 
piece. Not a puff piece, but like, but like a you know, vanity they, they, project. Yeah, vanity. Exactly. Vanity like, project is the word. They seem both competent, and, mm, this, yeah. and this seems like a good kind of movie to do that in. Mm. Everyone and did an exceptional job. It's also just pretty ambitious to be like, oh, my first feature film, I'm going to do a movie underwater mm-hmm. for a lot of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Overall, I like the cast. I mm-hmm. like said the characterization's a little weak. Yeah. And it's mostly just people getting eaten. But yeah. I guess it is, there's a lot of moments in this that... We get like, one drowning. Uh, yes. Yes. Played by, like, Brienne Jew, I think. Uh, let me look her up. But, yeah, there is one drowning where she's just not eaten by a shark. She yeah, just, she escapes the shark and then drowns. <laughs> yeah. I like that scene with the current, though. Yes, I like that, too, but it's another mm-hmm. thing that I, like... I'm being really granular with this specific franchise. I'm like, okay, you said all these things out in the first movie Mm. where it's mostly about being underwater and being in nature and everything and how like meaningless you are in Mm -hmm. that. Like I'm probably extrapolating a little bit. Yeah. But then they're like, okay, this one's very shark forward, but then we still have to have some of that going on. Mm -hmm. So like they have the the big like wind tunnel underwater later on. It's just like, I kind of wish they had more of the elements in it first. And, but instead of it being all like, like a shark, uh, slasher film. Yeah, you just wanted more like uh, survival things, like more air. I thought for sure there wasn't really a scene where like I thought I, I'm going back on myself, but I thought the main girl would have to dive underwater without her tank on and have to use like air pockets to come up for air and like dive back down while the shark is like chasing after her underwater in like a really yeah. tight cave. I thought that would be really cool, but that never happened. Yeah, and the stuff I'm just like complaining about now, it doesn't necessarily make it like a not as good of a movie mm-hmm. uh as the first one it's, it's just different it's different yeah it is way more slashery even like the title card mm-hmm. when it, there's another fake out in the beginning nobody has a cosmo or anything <laughs> or whatever in the, yes. the cranberry cosmo in this but she's like gets thrown in the pool mm-hmm. and then there's like a pov shot underneath the water looking mm-hmm. at them that yeah. it's like uh, 47 meters down on cage and it's like pure like slasher pov mm-hmm. kind of thing which is yeah. like do you just yeah. think of a shark you know even <laughs> though it's a swimming pool I was going to say, one of, my, one of my things was there's a shark in the pool, because I just keep seeing that as people's most irrational fear on Hinge, apparently. Oh, yeah. I think you're saying this the other yeah, day. Yeah. Everyone thinks there's a shark in their pool. Yeah. I think it, it must be a common thing. I used to think that, too. I, I didn't. I never thought that, because like, that's a swimming pool. Yeah. But, I don't know. And it's, it's Look definitely, at you one-upping all these <laughs> I, I'm with, just curious why everybody. Fears. <laughs> I know, I'm just everybody. I'm like, I'm like, this is a vast majority of America. Is thinks there are sharks in their pool. <laughs> Let us know if you thought you had a shark in your pool. Please do. I'm very curious because it's just something I never experienced. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God. God, someone email us, not spam. <laughs> I was going to do another somebody please sponsor us today. Okay. But I'm like, I don't feel like eating something yeah, you spicy. You can't hurt yourself any more than you already have. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll, be- I'll be ominously injured. <laughs> To the, to the audience. <laughs> the listener's like, oh, Tyler's hurt somehow. <laughs> I lost an ear the other day. Let's just say Nerd's Rope was involved. <laughs> and it wasn't for fun this time. <laughs> it wasn't for fun. <laughs> that one was actual penance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For watching Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Um, uh, we had to take the triple wrap around off your leg. That one was gross. <laughs> I just have down it written as a note: the fish make us scream. LOL. <laughs> we 
because the fish screaming is so weird. That's where I was that's like, oh, thing. Eldritch Horror is starting now because the fish can scream. The There's just some dumb moments like that. And it's like, I like it in shark movies when the shark makes like a lion sound. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it is a departure. It's the same director, you know? Oh, wow. So, and I, I just thought the pacing overall, there's some just parts where they're just... The music overall is very good at building suspense, mm-hmm. and I like the score in general. It's the same. It's just Tom and Andy. It's yeah. like that's just their uh, stage name or whatever. Okay. They did the music for the first one, and they really like try to maintain stuff, mm-hmm. um, maintain excitement or thrills or anything. But there's some parts where just there's just the girls like swimming yeah. in green water, like trying to get away, even when there's not a shark around. So it's just like trying to build suspense, but there's not really anything going on yeah there's just several points where i'm just like all right this movie could be like 15 minutes shorter and i'd be fine with that like ominous yeah i wish the dad lived me too he kind of just dies just for the shock value yeah i was like just a horrible horrible funeral these girls have to have yeah they have to bury one two three four five they have to bury five people (laughs) yeah that's the thing where it's like the I already said it, but like the first one just feels a little, a little more realistic. Mm-hmm. Like it could happen to you, and this one's just like so heightened. Yeah, it's like oh well, you know, you see her dad is like <laughs> in a cartog. What's it called? A uh, something. Like what a is scuba- he? He's, like a scu- he's an archaeologist. Yeah, he's an ar- He's like an underwater archaeologist. Yeah. like a really specific job. Mm-hmm. They're there in this area because this is like what he's dis- exploring, and he also has reckless abandon for his children, I guess. <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we can go through this," except because the creeper guy who took me on a date here, mm-hmm. and like somehow nobody saw sharks until this point, and no. all of a sudden all the sharks came out. He mentioned there's a shark in there. There might be. Oh, because he has, he has a, a shark tooth. Yeah. yeah. And then that one girl holds it up to the sun. I'm like, it's not gonna fucking glisten. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> she needs to bring two together to make the the power sword or whatever from He-Man. <laughs> the shark blade appears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a key blade with a shark teeth. That's great. Yeah. Someone make that movie. Wow, I really didn't write that many notes. I have like less than a page of notes this time. Oh, wow. I feel like, see, the notes I wrote down, it's mostly just like, it feels more like just like me looking at the beats of the plot to remind myself what's happening. Let's see. Oh, there's that scene where Ben finds the girls underwater first. Is Who's Ben? Ben's the pervert who takes out the girl. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he says like, oh, hi, guys. What's up? I'm like, I'd be so mad. I'd just be like, you guys disturbed the site. You dropped a pillar on the archaeological yeah, he, dig site. I wrote this. Oh, yeah, I wrote this down. Whoa, whoa, calm down. It's all right. Don't worry. All those artifacts weren't absolutely destroyed because yeah, of you. You didn't ruin priceless, <laughs> like, history. Like, you absolute dip. He's just like, who turned down my music or whatever? Because he's playing underwater music. And I'm just like, what? How come there's no sharks that have come yet? They're really sensitive to sound, apparently. Yeah, they've just been chilling on the other side, maybe. And then the girls have, like, driven them maybe towards the crew. I guess maybe if, like, the geography of this underwater place was more elaborated on. Yeah, maybe it's a big circle. But it's like there's never a layout that they like. Not that I'm asking for like a dra- like a drafted layout. Of, they pull out the mind map. They rub yeah. the dirt off the walls. Like, it's a map of the catacombs. <laughs> Somebody presses M on like their chest, and a map comes up. <laughs> but it would Subnautica. be nice to like just know the the, the spatial geography of everything mm-hmm. to know because they have to go forward and go back. It's kind of like in Fury Road where they go yeah. all the way out there. Mm-hmm. And they have to come back. Yeah, and they, you see all the sites you saw before. Yeah, so it would. 
be helpful at least and more engaging to at least know where they're going. You know, like those like sea glider things where it's like you saw we see in the in the show that like that thing's like hitting against a wall or like flipping out or whatever. What do you what? It, they're like these <laughs> in motorized the, in the movie. In the movie, yeah, there's like these motorized um, machines that people use to like swim faster underwater. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And they probably for and that they see that and it's like kind of just hanging. I'm like, how come no one's taking that? Yeah, I was kind of surprised. It was a little bit of like an anti Chekhov's gun of like seeing that being like, oh, we're not going to use that to try to get away from the sharks that are much faster than we are. <laughs> Chekhov's underwater motor scooter. <laughs> yep, man, my big dad wedding or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh... my dig, my big dad dead shark weekend wedding. <laughs> <laughs> my ding dong dad wedding. <laughs> He uh, he's so calm about seeing all these sharks. He's like, we just have to go through, and then of course he gets eaten. Yeah, it's just like he's too calm. Of course he's gonna get killed. You guys, I don't know. Yeah, I think this movie's just overall stupider than the first. I what I will say, I really like the whole sequence before they actually even go in the water. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, she's getting bullied at school. It's like it's one of those things where it's heightened too. It's just like, is anyone really that mean anymore? I don't know, man. Grayson was telling me about the new Gossip Girl show about yeah. like how like the queen bees are all like, we're not really bullies. We're just like, we're influencers and we're like, hi. And so we stop the bullies by bullying the bullies. I'm like, so you're still a bully. <laughs> yeah, but they're... You're like the alpha bully. The bully. They watch The Watchmen. They, yeah, who watches The Watchmen? It's, it's Brittany from Gossip Girl, but... <laughs> <laughs> She's watching Watchmen on HBO Max <laughs> yes. along with Gossip Girl. Yeah. He has a, a subscription, but I just it just made me kind of laugh. Where I was like the the bullying I feel like has changed because I'm certainly I'm not in high school. I was never bullied. I think Grayson got mean girled a couple times, but other than that, you know, she survived. Everyone thought she was a Satanist, so they stayed away from her. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, cool. I don't know. It is kind of cool, honestly. <laughs> if you go to a Christian school, and everyone thinks you're a Satanist. Yeah, it's pretty punk. <laughs> um. What, what were we talking about before that? Oh, just being so bullied. Yeah, being hyper-bullied. Just like, <laughs> bully to hyper-bully. Hyper-bully. <laughs> Electric bullaloo. <laughs> but anyway, the... Do you think Current Fox knows who Electro is? Current Fox? Yeah, Current Fox. Oh, 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 his daughter. Probably. Probably talked about it. Like, I'm going to meet Electro. And she was like, cool. Because like in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and he's like, don't you know who I am? And I'm then his daughter's Electro. like, I know who you are. Yeah, he's like, I know, it's dad. And he like has a gleam in his eyes, like, <laughs> I know you too, daughter. And I then he turns you. and goes, I'm Electro! <laughs> it's fun. My favorite line in The Amazing Spider-Man series. <laughs> well, it's an iconic line. <laughs> he says his name. <laughs> his own name. But yeah, I, I like the kind of the whole point of this story, especially with the bully being at the shark viewing boat. And it's kind of counter to what the old the other sister thinks, where she's like, "This is for tourists." And then like the the hottest girl in school and her like popular friends are at like the tourist events, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was funny. And then the whole point with her like staring down like her bully, and after her surviving a shark attack, <laughs> it's just like I've grown beyond you. <laughs> She's just on the outside of it and everything. She's like somehow overcome bullying by surviving being mauled by a shark. There's like yeah. nothing worse that this girl could do to her. I know. They're just all looking out the window and then she's just on the outside. I thought yeah. that whole sequence was cool. Yeah, that one was really intense for me. <laughs> just, like so many people, like they're almost over, then they get grabbed and pulled back in, then grabbed and pulled back in. It's just really funny on top of everything when they get out and they're back in the ocean. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh yeah, we made it. And yeah. then there's just a guy blasting his music, throwing chum, chum like, in the water. on them. And he's like, no, <laughs> stop, please. <laughs> 
no. I think my note, I was like, stop, Boatman, stop. It's just like the most ridiculous thing. The whole like ending is just so, that's why like the first, before they even get like with the sharks and everything, mm-hmm. it feels pretty grounded and yep. like they're on a road trip basically mm-hmm. to like go to this thing and it just feels like, like just like a high school dream kind of thing. It's like going out with your friends mm-hmm. to like in the jungle and like yeah, there's some like it's, fun it's, music playing. It's very like we have to get to shark. How do we get these girls to shark? Yeah. And it's supposed to, like, it, it works well that it's, like, super positive and, like, mm. fun and everything. And then everything goes to heck. They literally descend into hell. They, the descent into shark hell. <laughs> That's what it is. That place is shark hell. They've evolved no eyes. Yeah. And just some of the reveals of the sharks. I, I think they just show the sharks too much. They do. They kind of hang around a lot. What about, what about the siren? I like the tweet. Thing that was fun. That would like scare them away. Yeah, but then like it showed them like the red flashes. I'm like, that's cool. It's kind of like yeah. what they do with the flare, but you know. I like how the one girl is like trying to get out, and then they're all and then she's the big just, panic. Like, yeah, they're just like, like such there's such excessive slow mo in this movie too. <laughs> and she falls. Like, ah! She's just like. Just like what is that Requiem for a dream? I think so. It's just a running cam on her, but she just crashed into the water, and it's like, okay, like this is going real for a while, and then mm-hmm. of course she gets just like ripped. The in sharks half. just go super speed. Yeah, just boom. It's like I kind of wish nobody died. Like I don't know. It'd be great. That'd be a great survival story. Like nobody dies. Yeah, it's like for me, I don't really see why any of them need to. Mm-hmm. Just to try to heighten the stakes and but make it feel like the dangers there. That way, I think you know, it'd be a lot more interesting if they all like work together to survive. Like, they get cut and broken a little bit, but this as a team, they do survive. Yeah, I think a lot... I mean, whatever. This is, like, the most general statement ever, but mm-hmm. I just think people die in movies really easily. I agree. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, when you invest in characters, that means you care more about them, and then if they just get offed, and it's just like, oh, they're kind of just artifices, like... Mm-hmm. They don't feel like real people. So it's like, oh, maybe one of them loses a leg at the end or something like mm-hmm. that, but they still get through. Yeah. I feel like movies have an interesting thing these days where either people are made of, like, literal just, we're buckets of blood that, like, pop when we die. Yeah. And we're very fragile. Or you have the action movies with, like, Fast and Furious where they have developed, like, steel skin and, like, <laughs> they cannot be harmed. Well, you got to ride or you got to die. Yeah, you got to like, choose one of those two, and he's not going to die. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson could be shot out with a tank, and he'd catch the shell at this point, and he'd throw it back at the tank, and it'd blow well, up. Well, that's part of my complaint with Dwayne The Rock Johnson is that I think he's kind of boring. Yeah. Because he just... I, I've yet to see Jungle Cruise. I hear it's charming, but... Probably. Uh, I just think he's he's not, like, a phenomenal actor. Did you he's hear that he wrote Amelia Blunt a big letter to say why she should be in Jungle Cruise? Yeah, and then yeah. she, like read it but then never responded or something i liked that i was was like that's fun (laughs) that's good but um yeah i there's only been a few projects that i found him to be like interesting in i guess and it's just like it i'm not trying to criticize him overall it's just i think he both try he tries really hard to like maintain a certain image where Mm -hmm. it's like other character other people like him like john cena yeah you're welcome he can be a little bit (laughs) wait he is your welcome he is but then like john cena can just like i mean we were talking about the suicide squad too much last week but <laughs> it was more a suicides podcast than it was yeah. a 47 meters suicide, down pod. suicide pod <laughs> suicide. but uh he is yeah he's like being a heel in that movie mm-hmm. and uh i don't know he can just he has more range and i don't know i would like to see Dwayne the rock johnson do like kind of a crazy movie yeah Again. What do you think you'd like him? What's something you'd like him to do? Like, should be like in like a horror movie, but like be like a baby. 
like are you saying it's like a it's a spinoff of Boss Baby? <laughs> yeah, it's the it's horror, horror baby. Film? Yeah, it's called Umbilical. I don't know because it's tough to make a horror movie with someone that's incredibly buff. Yeah, like he try to maybe he tries like fight the monster, but like half his arm gets ripped off, so like it's just hanging by tendons, so he's like useless now. So he just has to like hide most of the time. I don't know. It would be interesting to see someone like super strong get like, just like beat the heck up. Yeah. You so know? like they literally, but they like are living through and just seeing the horror of not being able to save their friends. Yeah, like that's like, a strongman horror movie. Yeah, like he's really strong, but he can't like mentally save them. Yeah, like it's he, like the he Superman. is like rendered impotent. It's like the <laughs> Superman thing where Superman is like super powerful. Mm-hmm. It's in his name, but uh, <laughs> he just does not understand ghosts or the supernatural <laughs> yes. at all. So he just gets like easily confused and like mm-hmm. beaten by them. Yeah. So and that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We're just hey um, Dwayne, give us a call. <laughs> hey, we're criticizing you. It's I don't think this criticism anymore. I think this is an interesting next step for your career. Hey Dwayne, I think uh, I feel disrespectful calling him Dwayne. Hey Dwayne, the right Rock, Rock Johnson, Johnson. Uh, Mister. I think Casamigos is way better than Termana Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me a stomach ache. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody please sponsor us, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Termana <laughs> Tequila. Try it out. I know he's not gonna do it. <laughs> We have to beg to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. God. <laughs> God. God. That free guy. I just think it's also weird that it's the Modine International School for Girls. Like, I get that it's honoring like Matthew Modine, but it's like, it's a girl school. So it's strange. <laughs> yeah, he sued himself and got money. I'm just trying to see how he would get a fortune to open a school like that. Maybe he's just a, maybe he was running away from his wealth and like he just started a siesta business. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that Matthew Modine plays himself in 47 <laughs> Meters Down 1, although I like that idea a lot. <laughs> I like that because it's like, oh, Matthew Modine, I haven't seen you in a while. Where have yeah. you been? He's like, oh, I've been on this um, boat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a good name. Like, what else am I going to do with my life? Would you rather learn how to, like, sail a boat or learn how to fly a plane? Uh, I think I... I don't... I don't... <laughs> I want to do either, honestly. I think I'd, <laughs> I think I'd rather learn how to sail a boat, like a sailboat. Yeah. But I would get seasick probably. But if it's mm. a sailboat, it's probably less rough because yeah. I'm never going that fast. No, yeah. I think. No, you're not. You're not going that fast. But a plane would just be too stressful for me. Yeah. What do you, What would you do? I'd pick an airplane. I always yeah. I always like being flying in airplanes and stuff. I just like being on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just like being on the ground. <laughs> Harrison Ford crash stories scare me too much. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's like those other horror story people like, I'm a pilot. I'm going to drive my plane drunk. And it's like, why? Because <laughs> I'm Harrison Ford, damn it. Oh, what else, Tyler? It's only been 40 minutes. Well, we have to get to 47. And <laughs> That's then we right. Call and then it we can day. end it. <laughs> what else? What else with you? What else with me? I don't know. I put, yeah, this one is kind of boring compared to the first one, but you seem to like it more than I did. I, I did like this one probably more than you did, I feel like, just because I, I just liked the setting so much. I was having so much fun just like, because I feel like this movie is just a giant set piece. Like, that's what it is. And the giant set piece is spooky to me, and it's fun, and I hate the idea of cave diving in general, mm-hmm. and add that the idea of being underwater while doing that terrifies me. Yeah, it's all the stuff I don't want to do, so I like watching a movie about it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, ah, uh, that sounds uh, creepy. And it's like, oh, but but if there was, like, if there was just not zombie sharks, but just something kind of. Something eldritch? Just anything. No, just anything down there, I would be terrified. I'm like, yeah. that fish would be like, I got to get the. Yeah, I'd be like, there's more of them, and they talk to each other. It screamed at me. Yeah. I wouldn't like it. No, I wouldn't either. I'd probably bail. I'd be like, mm, 
I'd see that entrance. I'd be like, no, we're not supposed to be in there. I don't care. The archaeologists are going in there. We're not supposed to be in there. <laughs> I guess that's how you can rationalize it is that they're all like teenagers. So yeah. that's why they're like dumb enough to do this because they think they're immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Never got done. Yeah, we can have fun. Yeah. No way they'll be like. One trip also, around the altar where they sacrifice humans and we'll go home. Also, they did a pretty good job up till the sharks, you know? Yeah, they were doing great. They're running out of air, but like they got out. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I was very proud of them. I feel like the third act of this movie is where it really just kind of falls apart in most regards Definitely, for me. Yeah. Because the death toll keeps rising. Everything just seems to get like crazier and zanier almost with like the sharks. Really zany. Yeah. I like the zoom out. Um, like it's like as it's a drone shot or whatever mm-hmm. at the very end. It's like the last shot. Yeah. Where they're like safe on the boat mm-hmm. and it just zooms out. And all the sharks. Pulls out and there's just all the sharks in the water. Mm-hmm. And it would be, f- I forget what song they play, but it'd be fun if they played like an old country song or something. <laughs> like a Sharks are hard to burn. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> You're just singing that to the tune of hurt. I hurt myself <laughs> Sunday <today>. morning <laughs> coming down. Um, she used to love me a lot. <laughs> I wish they made one of the sharks look like Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes like Finding Nemo or something. Nemo, we gotta go to Folsom Prison. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Why isn't there a character like that in Finding Dory when they go to, like... I fish mean, jail? Yeah. They go to fish jail in Finding Dory? Honestly, they should, but it's like a it's like a f- animal reserve for... Like, they should be breaking the fish out of a fish jail. Like, yeah, but it's like, of, like an, an animal aquarium. reserve where, like, these animals are hurt or need rehabilitation in some way. Yeah, yeah even though the octopus can drive a freaking car in that movie. That's, that's when that movie jumps a shark. Well, they were shocking the octopus's brain and giving him more intelligence. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um... <laughs> You're absolutely right. Turn it into a mind flare. I'm interested. To, he's, I, did Craig T. Nelson voice that octopus? Let's check. I'm trying to remember. To look it up. What if Vin Diesel did it and he just said one line of dialogue the entire time? Um, I don't know. I, think that, I would think that's hacky, I guess. That's <laughs> hacky. You're going to love Groot. I'm sorry. It's not Craig T. Nelson. It's Ed O'Neill. Ed another O'Neill. one of these guys <laughs> that I'm just like, they've been around. <laughs> another another Raymundo? Mm, not quite. Oh. He's a little more stuck up in terms of like his like acting persona. Oh, okay. I was, I was gonna, he's the I guy was from Modern Tito, Family. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the old man. Yeah. Okay. He's gotcha. like family man. Yeah. He was in that sitcom when he was young. What was it? Uh, Married with Children? Married with Children, yes. When he was young. When you were young. Remember that song? God. That's the last I've thought about that, that one. That's not how it goes. Yes, when you were young. <laughs> I'm playing down a rock band right now. <laughs> right now in this moment? <laughs> Jacob's singing the next song. Or this, the next the next lyrics. I took a heart. I doesn't look a thing like Jesus. <laughs> like you imagined when you were young. I hurt myself. Just singing songs now. Today. We got to pad out. What do we have? 40, 44. Oh, my God. This is impossible. We're only 44 meters down. <laughs> we got to get down to 47. What was the game? Quick. <laughs> um, this movie was originally called 48 Meters Down, which I think is a great mm. sequel title. Yeah, just one more meter down. <laughs> yeah, just one more. <laughs> and then it's like eventually gets 172 meters down, like eight, so many sequels more. It's too far. Then it was called 47 Meters Down, the next chapter, which nah. sounds like just so generic. Yeah. And then it became 
uncaged, which I'm like, that's pretty good because they're not yeah, uncaged anymore. They're not in the cage, yeah. In a way, the the uh, underwater, uh, underwater <laughs> empire catacombs. <or> <laughs> catacombs is an even bigger cage. Yeah, it's a bigger cage. What about like 47 meters down a requiem? Uh, 47 meters down, sealed. 47 meters down. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Let's just keep, <laughs> keep trying to name this. Subtitle for it. Now, what do you think the third movie will be? Ooh, if they make one. If they ever made one. And I'll absolutely try to find a way to work on that movie. Um, I'm going to call it 47 Fathoms. Okay. I feel like that'd be more confusing. <laughs> uh, Isn't Fathoms distance? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so is meters. Yeah. But Fathoms is like a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So we'd be like the bottom of bottom of the ocean, or like the abysses or something. <laughs> 47 fathoms down is just 86 meters. Okay. So it's just like twice I as much. I just doubled it. Yeah. That's boring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is boring. <laughs> 47 meters down, a whale of a time. It's all but a whale oh, that's I, causing them trouble. Better, better title than that. The sharks face off against like... <laughs> Whales. Against like a, a giant s- blue sperm whale. whale. Yeah. Oh, a sperm whale. Yeah. Yeah. There they're vicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, 47 meters down. I don't know. If, I don't know. Are they vicious? I think they just eat giant squid, and that's what they're like. <laughs> All they do is eat hot chip and fight giant squid. <laughs> eat hot chip. <laughs> All right, uh, 47 meters down. Oh, I'm thinking of sperm whale. Yeah. 47 meters down, the song under the ocean. 47 <laughs> meters down, 47 ronin. <laughs> 47 meters down... Mer, mermaids, H2O. Just add oxygen. <laughs> it's just add water. That was the catchphrase. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you do. You've only done one, and it was I, just 47, Ron. It's hard, then you aren't contributing. <laughs> 47 meters down three, getting chummy. That's good. <laughs> then where they find to fu- they try to find an alliance with the sharks Ooh. because there's a giant squid under there too. There so they is. have to team up. That's good. Chummy, <laughs> getting chummy. chummy. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a tile that lulls you into a sense of false security. <laughs> yeah. And all the characters from the first two movies come together in this Ooh, one. Ooh, that's good. But there's only like two people alive, so I get there are three technically. I guess. Mandy Moore and the ghost of John Corbett. <laughs> the ghost. Of John. Have to team up in order to fight the supernatural psychic shark that's emerged in the waters. They have to fight Davy Jones. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you imagine if they got down there in a cage and there's just a squid man playing a giant organ. Part of the ship, part of the crew. <laughs> I don't know. What else is there? Uh, this, this, unfortunately, this We're at 47. Just... Oh, okay, cut it now. <laughs> cut it now. Connor, what do you have to plug? <laughs> if you enjoy the sound of my voice, I'll show you role-playing games. You'll probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast where... Faster! <laughs> uh, it's, it's on the SoundCloud. It's on Apple Podcasts. Tyler, quick! Uh, follow me, uh, Tiami Vice, on Instagram. Uh, follow us on the franchise podcast at gmail.com. Uh, emails there. Comments, questions, complaints, concerns, compliments. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. I need to make 47 meters down TikTok now. Uh-huh. Uh, until, uh, thank you to Nick Viverka for our music and Grayson Hanson for our work of still 47 minutes. And until next time, deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark's fin. Where's that from? It's the song from Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> okay, you do one. Until next time, you go swimming in a toilet? What? That's the line with the brothers that one of the assistants says to the girl. She goes, did you go swimming in the toilet? And she goes, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad's like, why are you wet? He's like, don't call me that. Don't call me her name. All right, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts, okay? But do it. <laughs>